I really want to get into prime examples because I think there's two two things that happen in this dating world. Okay. One, one where, yeah, he is saying, I don't want a girl, but he's treating you as such. That's one scenario. Then there's another scenario where he is doing both. And then three months later, maybe it falls off and he does ghost you. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously you're in this, you're hurt and there's some pain there. So I want to talk through those, both of those to kind of gauge on how we as women can, because I love that word level of access, right? Mm -hmm. Like the level of access. So I want to go through those two scenarios. And, I, and then I don't want to forget to ask you, do men also say in your therapy sessions, there's no good women out there, right? So I, I feel like if he if he's saying it and we're saying it, like, how do we find each other? So I want to do those three things. So which one would you like to do first? Go through the scenarios or what are men saying about us? <laughs> so let's go through the scenarios. Okay. Okay. So we'll scenario one, right? So scenario one, you meet a guy and in the first month or so, he has told you, look, I'm not looking for anything serious. We can just have some fun what have you although he is kind of treating you like you are his woman because he's calling on you you know um every day or every other day and he's he, you know how you know what it what it feels like to to feel like he maybe does want to be your man even though he's saying these things so mm -hmm. the level of access mm -hmm. how would you tell one of your clients to maneuver through that situation Don't pick up the phone, you know he's only calling cause he's drunk and alone too Don't let him in, you have to kick him out again to break my heart, oh that breaks my heart That you thought you ever had it, no you ain't from the start <laughs> yep. Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika, and I am an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me... <clears throat> 
$10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough, and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. I'm welcoming back Miss C. Anderson. She is a licensed therapist down there in Alabama. But you know what? You can actually practice <laughs> in a few other states as well, can't you? Yeah, D.C., yeah. Ohio, and Georgia. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you can do that. Yes, ma'am. Um, yep. And I will, of course, put her website all in the show notes, all in the chat. As you're watching today, if you have any questions, you know, you can holler at your girl, put it in the comments or what have you, and we will try to get to them. So again, we got this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, we got you and I both just worked a full-time job and now we're here. Um, but I, yeah, I just, I had you on, was that now four weeks ago, maybe a month ago, a month and a half ago. Yeah. And we had such a good conversation that I was like, I'm going to have to bring you back. Just because <laughs> I really enjoy the way that you think, the way that you run your practice as a licensed therapy, the way that you talk to women. I really, really love that. And it's aligned um, with the way I think as well. So I brought up this topic because I asked you in your practice, you know, as you're seeing clients, what is the number one thing that comes up when it comes to these dating streets for women? And you said... <laughs> that women say a lot there are no good men out here there are no good men so None. I want to hear you yeah like oh my gosh I just I can't find him <laughs> and I just feel like you know what no I don't even want to get to my my what I think yet first I want to hear from you again thank you for being on the show what You're do you welcome. think about that statement do you think that it is true there's just we just not there's no more they're all good <laughs> I mean Personally, no, and clinically, no, <laughs> right? That's just kind of, it's a very uh, negative and diminishing blanket statement for a whole group of people, right? So that's never true. Um, so no I, I, no, I don't think it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think your clients, women on the internet, that there is this trend of like, they're all trash. It's them dudes. I can't find a good man. Why do you think that Ooh. we say that then? Because do you feel like that's the theme of the internet, right? Like it's, it's men against women. Yeah. Why do you think mm -hmm. that's happening? Very much, very much so. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, that's a historical conflict, right? That's why we have like the whole men are from uh from mars and women are from venus right it's always right. war of the of the sexes it's always been this this gender war yeah. traditionally um you know men against women all men are dogs 
women are this, men are that, right? This very, it's just this dichotomy almost. Um, but I think it's, when we talk about social media, I think it has a lot to do with where are we looking and what are we looking for? But also, are we looking at the person that we need to look at first, which is self? Mm. It's always yeah. self, always self, right? So if I'm in the dating uh, pool and I'm seeing these men, like this theme of men that I'm attracting, and I say, oh, my God, there's no good men, I probably should be looking at myself. Because mm. there's something that's hap there's something happening that I'm either selecting, attracting, or both the same type of person. And also thinking about, well, who am I attracting and, and how are they different from what I say I want? Mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that because that's what I see. I feel like there is there is no accountability. Like there's there's no I just feel like a lot of women don't want to say, you know what? I did pass up a lot of red flags. I did quote unquote yeah. pick wrong. And mm -hmm. he, and he, I knew he wasn't for me and I pushed past that red flag anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's, and yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. Right. Because you can want something all day, but if you don't believe that you deserve it, it's, it's never going to stay. You're certainly not going to attract it. Like you can think that you deserve a million dollars or you want a million dollars, but if you don't see it happening, you don't think that you deserve it, you're not going to attract it. The other part of that, that is accountability on, on two fronts, right? So seeing what you believe, right? The red flags and not allowing the desires and the fantasy to to minimize, I mean, to diminish or minimize what you're seeing. <laughs> we got a um, new word, y'all. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Some, some new words, right? Yes, yes. Um, but also taking accountability for your own stuff. Mm -hmm. You can only attract the mirror of who you are, right? Because mm -hmm. certain things aren't going to be attractive to you unless there are things going on inside of you. So a lot of times I see women putting out these windows, right? And looking and criticizing when really there should be a mirror to say, am I healthy enough to date, right? Mm, yeah. If you have the mindset or the belief, of, if you're operating on this core belief that says all men are anything, right? Whether all men are amazing, all men are, you know, crap. Yeah. There's something wrong with that. Okay. So that's the first thing. So if you have these mm -hmm. very specific general, <laughs> specific blanket statements about men, something needs to be explored. Yeah. 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 I'm also glad that you said we need to be asking ourselves, like, are we even ready to date? I just feel like a mm -hmm. lot of us are dating because we think that's the next step. Well, I'm mm -hmm. 18. Right. So yeah. I mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Right. So I always like to kind of uh, joke around with the, the mantra that the way you know when you're ready to date is when you're not even like tripping off of it. Right. Mm, yeah. So if you are 
angry about dating all the time or you always have something negative to say about, you know, you see a girl or, with her man and you over there side eyeing or if you are serial dating, if you jump from one relationship to, to the next, mm -hmm. the next, to the next, expecting something different but getting the same thing, we got to back it up. We got to yeah. figure out what was going on with you. So, so either of those two extremes can yeah. say a lot about why are you dating? Are you dating because you have a degree, you have the this and you have the that, and now mm -hmm. this fits into your perfect life, right? Your image of what a complete life is. Yeah. Or are you dating because you feel drawn to partner yourself and couple yourself with another person? Yeah. Right? Are you dating yeah. because you're lonely? Are you dating because you're trying to work out some subconscious uh, issues that maybe you couldn't work out with your mom or your dad? A yeah. whole lot goes into it. And when we kind of play around with dating, like, oh, it's fun, right? Like we let kids kind of, you're 16 and you got a girlfriend and you, it's a very complicated and layered process that should be taking, it should be taken pretty seriously. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Agreed. I do want to get into men um, because I do know that you, um, you have some, some male clients and in our pre-discussion before the recording, we talked um, about what you say to men and how they should be maneuvering dating. Can you let us be a fly on the wall and tell us so. the things that you, <laughs> if we are allowed, but I would love to hear what a conversation like, you know, with one of your male clients sounds like in this lane of relationships and dating. So for me, and, and there's a, there's a counterpart to this for, for women as well. So it's not just, for, for men, but when I talk to men especially, um, the thing that I always encourage them to do is be honest. And I'm not talking about spill your guts. I'm talking about being honest in your intentions and honest in your actions because they need to align. And so by that, I mean, if you are not interested in dating one person at a time, that's perfectly okay. But it's important that you be honest about that and set down uh set out your your rules of engagement it's important that you make it clear that you know what i like you i'm feeling you but i also and i'm talking to somebody else so that she can know because some women that's a problem for some women which is we're going to talk about that too but for some reason for some women it's like thank you where i appreciate you telling me that because now i get to choose okay so what does that mean for us while we're dating okay so what is the what are the boundaries around this relationship? So, for instance, for, for guys, brother, if you are dating and she is not your main um, partner, she is not one that you're interested in taking to that next level, you shouldn't have her all up and through your house. You shouldn't have her on speed dial every time you need somebody to support you emotionally, right? You shouldn't be doing things that you would only do with your main partner because that's going to send mixed signals. So I've talked to men before about, you know, you're dating and you're having this, this relationship. You're telling her, you know, you, you're not committed, you know, you're free, whatever, whatever, but you're doing the most when it comes to what you do with her. 
So if if this is your if this is just kind of somebody that you're talking to and you're sexually active, you need to be using protection. If this is somebody you're just talking to and you're sexually active, you need to not be doing it at your house because your house is your sanctuary. Your house, that's where you lay your head. If you have children from a previous relationship, that's where your children come, right? So, so why would you, with someone that you don't have any intention, intentions with at the moment, why would you bring them to your, your inner sanctum? Why would you do that, right? So then if, for instance, you want to take that to the next level, then you start to add in these other levels of access, right? So levels of access. That's what I'm very, that's what needs to be clarified because it'll be, well, we were sleeping together and we was doing this, but you're saying that, you know, you don't want to date me and you don't want to wife me, but we do. That's what you're going to get because that's how women are oriented. That's how we think. That's how we're wired. Yeah. So don't yeah. fly me out somewhere. Right. We're not going to go on a trip somewhere. Right. Or you're not, you're not going to take me to meet your mama. But I'm not your, you know, like there's levels to this. Right, right. And that's where the accountability on us as women comes in too, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. we will say, well, yeah, he said he didn't want a girl, but he treated me as such. Mm -hmm. And so but women have to then say, number one, just because, a, uh, just because a man is talking to you or you guys are communicating, you're not his woman. He can date whomever he wants and how many people he wants, okay? Because I've seen women go, but I don't want him talking to anybody else. Ma'am, why? That's possessive. He does not belong to you. Okay? That's that yeah. first thing. The other thing is, if he is telling you that he does not want to make you his main partner, or that he does not want to commit to you, take his word for it. And you have the boundaries where it's like, you know what? These are things that I do for this level of relationship, and these are things that I do for this level of relationship. Have your own boundaries, have your own standards, because what we do a lot of times as women is we think that, oh, I'm going to make him put me in this position. Or we mm -hmm. think that um, the more time that passes and the more time that I invest in him, it'll change his mind and he'll put me in this position. Yeah. Yeah. And Where we're six months later, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Six months later, yeah. he still has you relegated to this chick he's talking to and you're in your feelings but he told yeah. you at the beginning that he was not wanting to come he didn't want to commit yeah i have so many places that i want to take this so <laughs> i think the first because i've written some things down i really want to get into prime examples because i think there's two two things that happen in this dating world okay one one where yeah, he is saying, I don't want a girl, but he's treating you as such. That's one scenario. Then there's another scenario where he is doing both. And then three months later, maybe it falls off and he does ghost you. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously you're in this, you're hurt and there's some pain there. So I want to talk through those, both of those to kind of gauge on how we as women can, because I love that word level of access, right? Mm -hmm. Like the level of access. So I want to go through those two scenarios and, I, and then I don't want to forget to ask you, do men also say in your therapy sessions, there's no good women out there, right? 
So I, I feel like if he if he's saying it and we're saying it, like, how do we find each other? So I want to do those three things. So which one would you like to do first? Go through the scenarios or what are men saying about us? So let's go through the scenarios. OK, OK. So we'll scenario one. Right. So scenario one, you meet a guy. And in the first month or so, he has told you, look, I'm not looking for anything serious. We can just have some fun. What have you? Although he is kind of treating you like you are his woman because he's calling on you, you know, um, every day or every other day. And he's you know how you know what it what it feels like to to feel like he maybe does want to be your man, even though he's saying these things. So mm -hmm. the level of access, mm -hmm. how would you tell one of your clients to maneuver through that situation? So the first thing I would um, I assume I'm speaking to a, a, a female client, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I would talk to the woman in the, in the situation and ask her, what is, what's incongruent about this for you? Right. Because you're saying that he said this, but he's doing that. Okay. Yeah. Well, he said he didn't want a commitment, but he's treating me in these ways. Okay. Yeah. So then you have a couple of choices. You can be very clear with him about, you know, Hey, um, you were very clear about where you are right now as we're, you know, interacting. Mm -hmm. um, but I notice that you do this, this, and this. For me, that doesn't match, right? Or for me, that speaks to a very different type or level of interest. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because you're giving him the opportunity to, to one, self-correct and say, oh, right. Or saying, well, oh, well, maybe I do want to take it to the next or whatever it is that he might be thinking. But don't assume that he's thinking one thing because he could just be doing what he's feeling. But it's OK for you to say, you know what, I want to I want to bring something up to you. I remember you saying this and I was very clear on that. But when you asked me to do these kinds of things. For me, that says something very different. And for you to have that kind of access to me, it requires this for me. But see, let me tell you, I feel like that is so hard for women because what you just explained is a boundary. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard for us to have confrontation. We could view that as confrontation if we're like, Okay, well, you can't call me because I feel like, you know. I didn't say, say all that. It's just, because yeah, yeah, yeah. here's yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing, right? Because it's, it's just really, it's really conversation. And it's adult and mature and clear conversation. Because confrontation doesn't isn't a fight. Confrontation means that we're looking at what's happening, right? We're confronting. We're not ignoring or hoping it gets better or hope you read my mind. It means that we're looking at what's happening here. Right. So it's OK to sit down with another adult who you're sharing some sort of something with at this point to have a very open conversation about what you're seeing develop, because that's what dating is. It's a development. It's an, evol ev an, an evolution. Right. It's the evolving of two people connecting. And there are going to be times where you have to have those conversations because that lack of communication that's clear and honest is what leads us in situations where we go, well, damn, how did I get here? Yeah. 
thank you for saying that because, and I'm glad you went there. It's kind of where I wanted you to go about the being an adult and being a communicator because we're women, right? right? Especially my clients, we over 30. So if you want to date, be a woman about it. Be a woman about your stuff. And if you feel like he's doing something that isn't matching, then you are allowed to say, hey, excuse me. Okay. So, and I love how you put it there. That's a script for you listening. Like if it is happening, you can and say. So, and I'll, yeah, and I'll say that again, because you can use this, this in any, any interaction, supervisors, family members, et cetera, right? You say, hey, I'm noticing this, right? Or you said this, now I'm seeing this. Help me understand why these two things, they seem not to, to match or, so, you know, in some way. And then he can bring clarity to it. But don't go, well, you said I was, um, you ain't want no relationship, but then you all over me and you be, want me to bring you lunch at work. Like, chill. It's, it's, it's all good. Let's let's yeah. let's just talk about this. Okay, okay, y'all came through with the blocking on Instagram. Hold on. Mm. All right, I'm back home from Houston, and I appreciate you doing that. Now, unfortunately, as of my recording of this, um, I guess break in between the conversation with me and C, uh, it's still up the fake Instagram. So I'm going to put the name in the show notes. And if you could just go do me a solid again, um, since I've built my reputation up to be a real person, a solid coach. Um, I just, I would hate to see somebody who's selling like readings, like astrological readings and stuff like that to pull me down. Cause that ain't my lane. It's not my lane. I know people are into that. I am not. <laughs> and nor do I know how to do any of that. Um, I, yeah. So if you could go do that, it's just me, Rico, with the double A. Go block that person on Instagram for me, please. Um, again, make sure it's the double A because I'm the one, just me, Rico, with just one A. I will put their name in the show notes for you um, to make sure you're blocking. Um, and when I say block, I mean report. That's what I mean. Report, report, report this person. You could block them too so they can't message you. Um, but it's really the reporting that it's it supposed to take them down. But I don't know. I, I can't believe it's taking this long. So anyway, two more things I wanted to say. Again, um, I have two goals this year. I've added another one. You already know if you've been listening to my show, I have a goal of reaching one hundred reviews on single you the podcast right here you know the deal <laughs> uh, my name is rika by the way i'm sure you already know that though i just felt like i needed to say that okay um i don't know i'm just like really happy right now i don't, I don't know why yay i guess i don't need a reason to be happy hey okay <laughs> um anyway so a hundred reviews by the end of 2022 that's the goal now i have another goal i want to reach one hundred thousand listens on single you the podcast guess where we're at mm, 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 mm. we're almost at 30,000 listens of the podcast and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get there within the next week or so like we're inching up to 30,000 dude I remember when I first started and I was getting like maybe 10 listens and then it went up to like 60 listens so to be where I'm at right now is a testament to you you know, first me being consistent for sure. Um, and then a testament to you for finding me somehow and um, sharing my podcast and listening consistently every week here, every Thursday to be exact. Okay. So with that said, continue to share, share with your girlfriends and of course, leave a review. That's going to help with both of those goals right there. So I do want to shout out Brittany. What up girl? 
I think you were my 50th review. That's where I'm at right now. So I'm, I'm halfway to my goal and it's not even halfway into 2022. So I'm gonna get it. Okay. She, Brittany, you said, I just came across one of your TikToks while going through the mention, uh, the motions at work that led me to episode 49 of your podcast. You spoke so many facts and so much truth that definitely resonated with me. You go on to say that you're inspired to even start your own podcast. And I love that for you, Brittany. Let me know when you do send me a DM. Um, and you are welcome, um, for the four pillars. Brittany goes on to say, thank you so much for the encouragement and the four pillars and the questions you asked yourself. I will definitely be listening to the rest of the shows and I am on the edge of my seat for the next one. You're amazingly awesome. Thanks for sharing and motivating us. You are welcome, girl. You are welcome. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, I said two things. One more thing. I don't know if this is two or three, but one more thing. Single You Academy, the wait list is open right now. The doors to Single You Academy will open in March. If you are interested in getting wise counsel, as the Bible talks about, if you are interested in help on this journey of self-love, if you know that the next step for you right now is a coach, then hit me up, okay? And again, you're gonna have to make an investment, investment of time and money to actually change the course of your life. When it comes to this lane, you want to stop being mishandled by men, then you got some work to do. Okay. So whether that's uh, a therapist, a coach, Hey, I'm a coach, by the way, most of my clients, if you go back and listen to Kitra, Nikita, um, and even Z, they all had therapists and me as well. So you could do the same. You just have to make the choice to want something different because what you've tried, willpower, friends, advice, time passing, it hasn't worked. You're still in this cycle of frustration and pain when it comes to men. So Single You Academy will be opening in March and I would love to be your coach. You can go ahead and apply. The link will be in the show notes. Um, if you want to have a conversation with me first, I, I kind of like that best. Um, you can send me the word boundaries on Instagram. And of course that will be in the show notes. Okay. Let's get back to the show. Yeah. Right? Let's have an adult yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And if he flees from that situation, then you know, he wasn't suitable for you, but that's, we fear that like, Oh, if I speak up for myself, he's going to leave to having that script. Cause again, I think we definitely fear quote unquote, what we, what we deem confrontation. Mm -hmm. So when we want to speak up for ourselves, we don't. Cause I mm -hmm. feel like, I feel like we feel that mm -hmm. we know there's some inconsistencies. But yes. Again, I'm glad you said that. Right. Cause this is, a, this is the other part. One of the things that I teach women to do, which is actually what we're, what we're taught the exact opposite of is to trust your, trust your intuition Trust your gut. Trust the things that you may not have physical evidence of, but that you feel, whether it's in your heart, your head, your, whatever, you can feel it, right? When usually if, if there's some sort of something that's wrong, the first thing we, we do is say, well, I don't have, we go looking for proof, right? Because we can feel it, but we might not have the physical proof. So if that thing in you is unsettled, it's okay for you to explore what the unsettledness is because that may be there to protect you that may be there to say guess what you've learned all you can learn or you've gotten all that you can get in this situation and it's time for this season to end and and the other thing is is you don't have to wait until a relationship is bitter or spoiled to end it 
it's okay to walk away on good terms. I feel like there's probably more than one reason, but I do want to ask just to hear your thoughts on why do you think we ignore that gut feeling? Why do we ignore that as women? I think that we've been we've been socialized to believe that we are overly sensitive, overly emotional, um, that we aren't logical, right? We're actually socialized, particularly Black women, to be everything but feminine. And when I speak of femininity, I'm not talking about hair, makeup, and heels. I'm talking about the energetic gifting that is built into us, the nurturing, the yielding, the receptivity, the being open, the softness of us and our intuition. We're taught to be everything except but those things. And when you are taught to be things other than your authentic self, you have to almost go back and get it. Like you have to go go deeper to find those things that were taught out of you or raised out of you, you know, kind of as we developed. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And so for you listening, that is a question you can ask yourself because I know you and I know that it is hard for you to lean into that gut feeling. I call it our God voice. Mm -hmm. You need to ask yourself why. Where does that come from? And that's part of the work that isn't pretty, but <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. you got to do the work. Okay. So let's get into the second scenario, which is you were um, talking to a guy and it actually has to do with a TikTok that went viral. And I'm not sure if you saw it, but the poor young lady, she's 30. She lives in LA and she was talking about LA dating and she was crying and I felt so bad for her. And another dude that she was in the talking stage talked to talk to him for probably about three months and then he ended up ghosting her I guess and it didn't work out and she was really upset and obviously that's painful because you're allowed to feel the feelings but I think that is a lot that well in both scenarios that's where we get the there's no good men and there's no quality men and all men are trash speak to that woman and speak to that scenario what would you tell her for it's for someone that has ghosted her yeah. Yeah. So, so something else you said hit when you said, that's the reason that we think that there are no good men and no good men. Are, mm -hmm. There's no good men, but also that men are trash. Yeah. There's another part of that. Another part of that is sometimes we measure men up to our fathers or our father figures. And I always caution women against that. Um, because you knew your father as a father, not as a partner. Okay. And so you may be trying to find a man like your father and your father maybe was not a good husband or a good co-parent, right? You knew him only in the role of, of father. But to speak to your question about the ghosting piece, twofold. There's always signs and signals. Sometimes we read them wrong. Okay, if, if you're dealing with someone who eventually ghosts you, people normally ghost after hints are not taken, right? After the phone calls cease, right? After you start to scramble um, and try to figure out how to bring interest back to the dynamic, or 
people see something that now they can make their decision and they don't know how to communicate that. There's there's a reason why people don't communicate. And that's not to say it's your fault, but you can also see it as dodging a bullet. Why would you want to create a life or be connected to and tied to someone who can't communicate that? You know what? I'm really not feeling you anymore. And I really would like to end this on a good note. Whatever you're looking for, I hope you find it. But I don't believe that, that it's us. Right. So it's not a loss. It's not a loss. Yeah. And and that's one of the things that I talk about um, a lot, too, is like we think that if a breakup happens or we're ghosted, we lost. We're losing like we suck at this relationship game mm-hmm. and quote unquote game. And I love one of the things that you said about uh, Megan Good and Devon Franklin. I was just uh, thinking uh, about that. Right, right. <laughs> so speak on your thoughts around that. And, and even before you do is because I just, I want us all to understand, men, women, whatever you identify as, just be like, what am I trying to say here? I just have so many thoughts. Okay, you speak first and then I'll okay. say. Yeah. <laughs> so Go I ahead. think what Go you're ahead. referring to, and actually um, it speaks to your the comment that you just made, yeah. uh, thinking that a breakup is a loss. Again, yeah. I can't. if you are breaking up and the relationship is bitter and you're fighting and you decide to break up, you have stayed beyond the date of expiration and the relationship is now spoiled, right? Like, there are times when you when you are on good terms and you know that something isn't right. That's a prime opportunity for you to have a conversation that says, you know what? I don't like where are we? I don't know if we're on the same page. I'm not willing to wait. I'm not willing to put this energy in. I'm resentful, whatever the thing may be. That's an opportunity for you to uncouple consciously, conscious un- com- uncoupling. Right. Thanks One to Gwyneth Paltrow the- for that word. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> One of the things that I was so um, pleased to see, in, in my opinion, is only based upon what was reported. So I'm going to say that because I don't know the inner workings. But when it was reported that Megan Good and her husband were splitting, their statement was so healthy. They came to a place where they realized that they wanted different things and they had enjoyed the journey together. And everybody was like, oh, my God, this is so sad. I'm like, what's sad about that? What is sad about throwing the milk away or disposing of the milk before you taste it and it's rancid to see that it's sour, right? Like, what is sad about that? We are, again, conditioned to think that breaking up or divorce or separation is a negative thing. It's probably the most healthy thing that people can do because it says we are now working and so let's see if we can work by ourselves or maybe with somebody else, hopefully before you start dating somebody else. But, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. but it can, it can be healthy. Uh, it can be healthy. Ooh, let's sit there real quick. So there was a tweet that I saw, or maybe it was a TikTok. or, you know, social media is just blending in for me. I'm just like, I don't be knowing where I find stuff anymore, but it's something that's now tattooed on my heart. And she said that it is okay to be sad even about the right choices you made. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. that we're, we're definitely not saying that Megan Good and Devon Franklin shouldn't be sad, right? Like, oh, okay, that sucked. Yeah, Cause it, it is sad. Cause we were together for nine, 10 years or what have you. But to literally think of yourself as a failure because the relationship ended, I want us to unlearn that. Yeah. I want us 
I, I want us to yes. get to a point where we understand that it is okay to walk away from something that no longer is suitable for you. Yeah, and no longer healthy in a lot of cases. If yeah. you have to go through your mate's phone and you have to watch them and you have to try to figure out what they're doing, that's not healthy. Yeah. That's not healthy. At so, yeah. you know, if, you're, if your partner has some sort of addiction issue and it is causing the home to be unsafe or it's causing the finances to um to be problematic that's not healthy right and it's right. interesting because megan's marriage um or relationship i'm not sure if it was the totality of the relationship or just the married part but 10 years is a generation right 10 years is like a cycle of newness to to reevaluate and to say okay well what are the goals for this next part of our life together and if you come to a place where you're different and who you've grown to be from from the time that you met and you say you know what this isn't this isn't what it what we need yeah like you can certainly yeah. grieve the relationship because loss is loss but to say that a breakup is the end of you no yeah. or you're a failure know. because you didn't get it right yes and that's what oh. I was trying to say earlier. It's like, I want us again to unlearn that the goal is like to get into this relationship and keep it till death do us part or what have you. Right. Like I, I just, it's not a guarantee like being in a relationship forever, getting married, even having kids, it's not a guarantee. And I just feel like, especially with that TikTok I saw with the girl crying, it's like, mm. you can tell like, dating and getting married weighs heavy on her heart um and not to say that of course we're gonna have that desire that sexual desire that that um partner desire and that desire right. is there i get it right but it's not like food where we need food to survive right like i do think that we need relationships and we need yeah. to be in communion with humans yes we need yes connection human touch connection yeah. but a relationship to me, it's just not a guarantee. It's not a promise. But Rika, it's the same thing that we do to women about having children. Mm -hmm. When are you going to have a baby? What's taking so long? When are you going to have a baby so I can have a grandchild? Um, you know, just these pressures that we associate with wholeness. We associate marriage. We associate a good, steady job. We associate having children with wholeness and happiness. And for a lot of people... That is just not, that's not the case. There are a lot of people who are married with children and they have million dollar jobs and they hate getting up every day. We have to stop associating being in a relationship with wholeness. We have to stop associating getting married with wholeness. We have to stop associating have a, having a baby with wholeness. That is not the thing that makes you whole and for my faith and the clients that i have y'all know i'm a woman a woman of faith and i love jesus jesus makes me whole having that relationship and being in that communion and communion with myself mm -hmm. i'm telling you the shift that i have had in my inner peace since 2017 since i started the work like i just i i don't mm -hmm. even really i don't have that hole in me anymore of like well, if I don't get married, then what did I do with my life? And the opposite of that is that same statement that you just made is 
when I do this, I will be this. It's a, bar a bargaining chip that you use with yourself. It's, well, when I get this job, everything will be great. So you work really hard to get that job or that position or, or whatever. Well, when I get married, everything is going to be wonderful. So you work really hard to get married. But when we have a baby, you know, things will be okay. And you never get to that place of okay or, or wonderful or amazing because wonderful, okay, and amazing are in you. They've always been inside of you. They are not connected to any external force or any external piece of validation. Because when you connect yourself to any of those external forces, and those are your, valid, your validating factors, they can always be taken away. So then who do you become without your marriage? Who do you become without being a parent? Who do you become yeah. without your partner or that job? Who is your true and authentic self? This is why people develop resentfulness, right? Resentment is the, the byproduct of not being heard. It's the byproduct of something being unfair. It is your, 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 the voice of your authentic self saying, you are betraying us. Uh, oof. Oof. And that betrayal of self is a dangerous thing. And you and, and, and what you just said there, like, this is unfair, right? Like, this is why we say statements like, there are no good men out here. There are no quality men because we feel that it is unfair that I don't have a man. Where is my Barack Obama, right? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I do want to get to the men and your clients. Again, let's be a fly on the wall. <laughs> do they say the same thing? Like there are no so good I'm trying men. To, I'm trying to remember right? just kind of uh -huh. generally. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. in general, um, and I've, and I've seen, uh, both black and white men married, single, divorced, et cetera. Um, and the resounding frustration that I hear with them. Thank you. Thank you again for supporting single you, the podcast. Okay. Whether that's by sharing listening, and even leaving a review. Now, if you want to support monetarily and you want to get some merchandise, some merch from Single You, the podcast, I got you, okay? So I do have throw pillows available. I have four up right now with different sayings on the pillows, like literally the, the throw pillows that you would put on your couch or even on your bed, they have affirmations on them because an affirmation for you, girl, it deserves way more than a post-it note, okay? So one of them says, happily single. That's on the pillow. Another one says, singleness is not a punishment. That's on the pillow. Another pillow says, sis, don't do all that healing just to date another broken man, okay? That's on a pillow. And the other one, my favorite, my personal favorite, is my lock screen on my phone. Uh, I took a picture of the pillow that I have and um, I put it on my phone. But anyway, that one is happiness over history we should all be striving for that okay <laughs> those throw pillows are available at singleu.shop and of course the link is in 
the show notes. Once you order and you get it, I would love for you to tag me in your stories on Instagram, wherever you want to tag me. I would love to see the pillow that you ordered. Okay. All right. Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? (laughs) You know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. (laughs) Please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? All you got to do is say that you liked it, or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.